I think I swear too much. I just recently recorded a 10-minute, sorry, rather, a 6-minute segment about um my cats. I used to have cats. And I deleted it because I dropped the F-bomb every maybe 3-4 words. So I'm going to try not to do that. And let me just try to re-talk, re-talk, talk about that again. Um, only issue is my sister-in-law is not here and she was in the original podcast. But the reason we just started had talking had started talking about it is because they have a cat conundrum. They have a little issue. They're moving into a new condo that they just bought. Uh, it's a um, beautiful place, and they have a lot of new furniture coming in. Now the issue is, of course, cats will scratch the shit out of. Your furniture, especially Ghost, who's the name of the cat, two-year-old cat. I don't even know what kind of cat, but a quick story about Ghost. My brother told me to go pick her up when he bought her because he was working at his barbershop at the time. So um, we kind of, he gave me the address and I went to go pick it up in a part of town that's not really that seedy or bad or whatever, but um, I think I remember it being a very pretty questionable building itself. Anyways, I I get into the building and I told my brother, I messaged my brother, I said, hey, I'm here, tell the lady to come down. <laughs> and he goes, okay, cool, let me know if she smells like alcohol or is she's tripping out. Um, tripping out as in tripping balls on drugs. And I'm like, what the fuck did this guy just tell me? He tells me this now? Too late. I'm downstairs, I'm waiting for the lady. Got about two minutes before he gets there. So I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to stick this out and see. And sure enough, lady comes down, looks exact. For those who have never, ever seen a cat lady, aside from the one from The Simpsons, where the lady just keeps throwing cats at Bart and Lisa and whoever. <laughs> she, If you just saw this woman walking down the street, you'd be like, oh shit, that is a cat lady and a half and probably has like a dog. <laughs> But this lady was a cat lady looking lady. Lady. Totally cat looking. Sorry, cat lady looking. Uh, didn't reek of alcohol or anything else. But was very fidgety and was very, um, in what we call in our hood, very cracky. Crackish-like. <laughs> Not like as in a cracker, but like a crack head. So she's very fidgety, speaks really fast, blah, 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 like tries to explain every little detail. And you know when you're um, you know when you're dreaming, or sorry, when you're asleep and you're dreaming, and the dream feels like a day or like hours and hours, and you wake up and it's actually only been ten minutes. That's that's what it felt like too. So she comes down, she explains this cat that didn't have a name. And explaining what's the matter with it or what issues it does and doesn't have and what I need to do. And it felt like I was there for days. And I come out and I get back into my car and it was only 12 minutes. 12 minutes, including the two minutes that I waited. Um, 
so she was, uh, she was, she was, she knew how to talk. And anyways, my brother said, oh, sorry, I didn't give you a heads up. It's just she was acting weird on the phone. And I wanted to see if the cat was like abused or something or whatever, you know. And I said, no, the cat looks fine. Uh, very pretty, whatever. And Ghost was beautiful. He's like a gray and white kitten um i think he was six months when we got him so he was fairly bigger anyways so that's ghost and my brother loves him but he doesn't know if he can take him now i didn't know that when you declaw cat it actually hurts them a lot and i know that they get through they go through depression or whatever um not to make light of it, but I didn't know that all my cat info that I knew was from the late 80s and 90s from when my cousin had three cats. And I based my knowledge off that, that they bite toes when you're sleeping. They're snobbish and a tint of crazy. But I suggested, hey, why don't you just declaw So, you know, sissy over there just Googles and tells me that vets... Uh, unanimously decide that when you declaw a cat um, you know they go through depression it actually hurts them more than we think it does kind of like how people are recently been starting to say that boiling lobsters really is super painful and really torturous and that's crazy because when I see lobsters go in a pot and you know that sound <laughs> that it makes them I don't know if it's air coming out of their shells or whatever, or it's them screaming, which is really crazy and scary and kind of turns you off. By the way, I, 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 I've always thought lobsters and crabs were like the insects of the sea, but we have no issues eating them. Anyone with me on that? So that's the conundrum. Um, I couldn't suggest anything else because I haven't had a cat in a long, long time. Uh, I have a dog, or my uh, my big guy just my big dog just passed away. Uh, his name was Ko. He was a boxer Labrador, and he had stinky, stinky, stinky ears, like super stinky. What happened was, uh, he was the family dog, and when I left home, you know my parents are a little old school and they're traditional, and he grew an ear infection which they never kind of tended to um because one ko attacked <laughs> tried to attack the vet <laughs> one year and we never brought him back because of that uh he was big and he was very friendly super duper friendly but when he saw the needle he was very traumatized because he knew what that needle was about and he just snapped and so the ear infection just kind of got worse and it just he just went deaf in his last couple of years uh and but that smell that smell, like Agent, what's his name, Agent Smith in The Matrix, it's the smell. I miss him. Um, he was a good guy, but, you know, we had our troubles with him every now and then. But whatever, that's the past. Anyways, so I had a couple of cats growing up. My uncles that I lived with when I was a kid, uh, they had cats. So I was already used to cats. And we ended up, when I was about 10 or 11, my mom, I don't know where, you know, when you think back and you're like, where the fuck did we get these things? We had a cat out of nowhere. It was just like, I'm 10 and then a cat. (laughs) 
And again, my mom, we're from a third world country. So my mom and my parents and anyone who who feels this, you all understand that um, animals are like, you know, they're not treated the same way they're treated here in the West. The beautiful West. Um, they're like nothing. They're like insects. Just they're disposable. They're expendable. Whatever. So my mom had this cat and she kept it in the basement. Her name was Cuddles and she would feed it dog food. Um, she didn't see the difference. Uh, so, I mean, she fed it cat food too, but dog food too. And the cat stayed in the basement. It was a big basement, but it stayed in the basement. Uh, shit all over the place, even though it had a letterbox. And it would escape every now and then from this weird kind of hole window in the basement. And she would come back every day, but most days she didn't escape. But when she did, she would she would come home. And one day, no one really kept an eye on her. Like She wasn't like the kind of cat that walks around the house. She just stayed in the basement. She got used to it and she stopped coming up. She, that was just kind of like her domain very lonely jungle of concrete and uh, wood and one day i was sleeping and cuddles was crying her fucking ass off and when i lived in the philippines for like i don't know two years or a year or something i would hear cats cry now i heard that cats do that to mimic infant babies which is fascinating and terrifying in order to catch humans attention um but I would hear stray cats all the time crying and meowing uh, at night in the Philippines. So when I heard her, this was a lot different. It wasn't like a like a meow cry or anything. It was like painful cry. And I was like 11 and I was too fucking scared to go down and check on her. So the next day when the sun came up and I made sure that all the vampires were gone, I went downstairs and I saw cuddles in one of the rooms and i was like you know are you okay whatever checking up on her making sure she has food and then i saw a piece of raw chicken on the floor and i said what fucking genius decided to feed this cat raw chicken so i went to go pick it up and sure enough it was not raw chicken but a kitten raw kitten it was a uh, just a kitten that was stillborn there was blood all over it, and that's why it looked like a raw piece of chicken thigh. Like a drumstick almost. Actually, exactly like a drumstick, but with closed eyes. And it really freaked me out, and I got... like I, I jumped back, startled, and I had to pick it up. So I grabbed the plastic bag, and I picked it up. And I went to go to the bathroom to get tissue. The bathroom in the basement to get tissue to wipe the blood up. And there were three more kittens in there. And yeah, uh, that's something that will never, ever be erased from my memory. Lucky me, got to see it. I wish I had a memorial service for the kittens, but I don't remember what I did. Probably something not too glorious. Anyways, I, I felt terrible for cuddles. And in hindsight, I feel even more monstrous now, but... For those who are going to try to send hate bombs, please understand I was like 11 years old and didn't know what the hell I was doing when it came to cats. Um, 
But that is the story of Cuddles. And not long after that, she left. And I don't remember what happened, but she never came back. And my cousin used to say she's the neighborhood whore, cat whore. Which is not true because there were many cat whores at the time. And then, fast forward maybe another year after Cuddles was gone, for some reason my parents decided to take in a stray cat uh, because the 90s, that's why. Uh, no shots, no nothing. There's this random cat that would just crawl on our balcony and someone started feeding him and brought the bowl in and the cat came in. Like, this went over a few days and then eventually the cat came in and he was a black cat. And because we're so creative... We call them Felix. Now, Felix stayed with us. He had a lot more freedom than than Cuddles. After the whole Cuddles incident, I swore to never keep cats in the basement or dogs or brothers, like my brothers, <laughs> um, <laughs> in the basement. Uh, but Felix had a lot more freedom. And he would roam around the house, in and out, you know, how cats normally do. Um, before condos when we had houses my cousin's cats used to do the exact same thing he used to just let them run free and he had three cats at a time so there was never a time when he didn't have less than three cats Uh, if one passed or one got run over which happened right in front of our eyes um, they would just get another cat Um, anyways so Felix would wander around the neighborhood and come back and randomly be here randomly be there but you see him pretty much every day and one year we went to virginia we drove from toronto to virginia which is about you know 12 i don't know 12 if i remember 12 to 16 hours depending on who's driving and we stayed there for a good five days and when we came back the felix looked skinnier we left a lot of food for him, like dry kibble uh, in the house with the window open. It was the summertime. Um, we left the window half open, uh, and he would come in and out. Well, plenty of water, plenty of food. And always, sorry, and anyways, if you ran out of food, we would always have our cousin who lived next door to go feed him. So we came back, and he looked skinnier, and his hair looked longer. And I was just like, whatever, fuck cats grow do weird things so just kept kept them same old felix but when my cousin came over a few days later he was just like uh dude i don't think that's felix i think that cat killed felix and took his place like a game of thrones of cats and i looked at the cat and i'm just i you know when you like look at your pet's face and I looked at him and I'm like, no, there's no way that happened. But when I st- when I was staring at him, I think my cousin was right. And I think this cat fucking slit his throat while he was sleeping and dumped the body somewhere. And he came and he lived as Felix. Felix too. So anyways, again, inexperience. No knowledge of cats. Decided to never get a cat again. And then we moved and we got a husky. Husky, Husky, his name was Nico, which we named after the landlords. <laughs> we named Nico the Husky after my landlord's um, nephew because we lived in an apartment after that. And every time we would walk Nico, we would never, 
ever, ever say his name in public near the apartment because of the landlord's nephew. <laughs> Just kind of fucking cool, cruel. And Nico ran away. Uh, those who know Huskies or have Huskies know that they're super duper high energy and they have a tendency to dig. And he dug. We moved again. We moved. We moved to a different part of town and we had a backyard at this time. So he dug his ass under the fence and disappeared for two days. And I went, sorry, for a day. And I went to the Humane Society. And Nico is still a puppy. He was probably about 18 months or a year and a half or whatever. And he was so sad in that hum, um, Humane Society down in Toronto. You could just hear other dogs barking and it's like, dog prison just barking and yeah oh who's a bitch you're a bitch fucking all this shit and i looked down the hall and i could see my dog's nose and he was on the floor laying down like all scared like a bitch and i went nico and he jumped up and he stood on his two legs and he was crying and i don't know my my husky doesn't bark i don't know if that's all huskies or he didn't bark he just does this like weird howl and he was crying his ass off like he just got ass fucked in humane society by the biggest baddest dog there <laughs> and um yeah so we brought him home and sure enough three days later he dug out again but this time we couldn't find him when we went to the humane society so someone stole him uh but that was my experience with huskies and it's really cool because i actually bought him from this husky breeder in which is weird which is in the city and this guy has he just breeds Siberian Huskies in the middle of downtown Toronto in a house. Uh, but he's in a wheelchair. And he the Huskies that he has, he has three or four. He, no joke, I, I'm not making this up. He, he uses the Huskies to pull himself around like sled dogs. And it's cool. And it's really strange to see at first, but then you get used to it. Because he was like in the neighborhood a lot. So when we asked, like when, when we looked for a dog and we saw the husky ad, we went to his house and I saw him in the wheelchair. And I'm like, oh shit, you're that guy who sleds, like who goes around with the huskies, bunch of huskies. So that was Nico. And to kind of give you a timeline of when that was, all the older listeners, it was during when Game Boy came out, uh, like the third generation game or second generation Game Boy. And, like, they had, like, a shitty camera. <laughs> it's like you stick the camera where the game part is, and then it just takes these terrible photos. It's like an outline of the photo. Um, so I would say it was, like, 19... I don't even know, 1998, I want to say. Fuck, less than that. 90... I don't know. I don't know. My timeline's really off. Could be more than that. Maybe 2000. I don't remember. Between 98 and 2000, which is 99. But um, yeah, so that's Nico. And then we left that place and went back to our old neighborhood. They didn't have a dog for a long time until we moved again uh, a few years later to the suburbs where we got the old guy, uh, KO, who the stinky ears guy, rest in peace. Anyways, um, when I was so when, when I was in the Philippines, my dad my dad loves dogs, 
um he loves fucking dogs like not he he doesn't love fucking dogs but he fucking loves dogs uh and we he he to keep us company in the philippines he bought us a labrador puppy and it was a girl and i decided to name the girl actually it's funny it's, it's kind of tied so i remember if you listen a few minutes back i was talking about my cousin and we saw his cat get run over his name was um his name was skipper i think his name was skipper so yeah so he had three cats at the time skipper brandy and penny and brandy was this old cat but she was like the queen of the house there was skipper who was like the fucking ninja and there's penny who's just a baby and we chased skipper as a joke like they try to just play with him and he ran across the street and in front of our eyes a van just fucking decimated him and he crawled underneath another car and then just by the time we got there he was gone and it was literally in front of my cousin's eyes like we were watching it and we didn't even know what to say to him we were like eight years old or nine years old what do you say what do you say to something that happens like that like dude anyways um so when we got the dog in the philippines a few years later i decided to name her brandy because i loved his other cat brandy i love them all but brandy was like just this real mellow chill out cat uh who ended up living to be like a thousand years old um truly a golden girls of cat cats so we named him Brandy, and Brandy, sorry, named her Brandy, and Brandy ran away because uh, of the Philippines, and there's like open gates everywhere. So she ran away, ran away, and maybe a week later, or no, no, sorry, two weeks later, my friend from who, who we were live, obviously living in the same town, he's like, hey man, I thought I, I think I saw your dog that ran away, and I'm like, really, where? It's like he's he, she's in the junkyard. She lives in the junkyard, right? I go, that's fucked up. So we we ran to the junkyard, which wasn't that far from my house. We ran there, and sure enough, it was the exact same looking dog, same color, but a little bigger. And I asked the guy, I go, I asked the kid who lived there in the junkyard, who managed it, his parents managed the junkyard, and he's like, I'm like, where the guy? Where did you guys see find this dog? And he fucking lied right off the bat. He's like, oh uh, yeah, we bought it. I'm like, bullshit, you bought it. I didn't say that to him. I'm like, did you really buy it? He's like, yeah, we bought it. I'm like, bullshit, you fucking found this dog. And then I go, okay, well, what's the dog's name? And he goes, Rambo. (laughs) Rambo. First of all, it's a fucking female. Dumbass. Couldn't even go Ramba. Well, you can't see that it has no dick or balls. Sorry for all my... uh, gender equality people this was the 80s okay calm down and i'm like i'm pretty sure that was that's a girl dog and he's like no it's not it's named rambo i'm like the name doesn't define the sex fucking moron anyways i couldn't argue with him because (laughs) even in the philippines possession is 90 percent of the law so his parents came out and he kind of had this vibe where he knew that I was kind of being a little threatening. Like, that's kind of like my dog. Like, because I, t- I said to him, funny enough, my dog ran away a few weeks ago. Looks exactly like this dog. And he's like, no, well, we bought this dog. His name's Rambo. And he lives with us in the junkyard. And then his parents came out and I guess he was just kind of being all defensive. So I couldn't do that. I couldn't do anything. 
And I ran back to the house and I told my dad. And my dad's like, well, fuck it. You know, like, can't do anything about it. So that was my short-lived other dog. Three-day-old Rambo. Um, <laughs> or fuck him. It's not Rambo. It's Brandy, goddammit. Piss me off with that shit. And that's about it. Those are the pets that I've had. And then, you know, I've dog-sitted and helped friends. And now I'm I'm fucking like 38 years old. And I've never loved animals more than I have in the last two years. Before K.O. died, which is the stinky ear guy that lived with my parents who had the ear infection. I felt bad for him because, you know, they didn't walk him after a while because he got really old and all this shit. And he just looked fucking sad as shit. Like, he lived in a great home. He lived with my parents in a nice house. You know, he lived in a good house. He was fed all the time and they loved him, but they never, they couldn't control him because my parents got old and they can't control him. He's too strong, even at his age. And so they kind of stopped walking him. So I made it a mission to kind of give him like the best few years left, like a good twilight of years. So, you know, he started, I started giving him raw food, like good high quality raw food. And he would just, because he ate kibble his whole life, he would just fucking shit it out. He would shit it out like a, like a super soaker water gun. And uh, I remember one time I came home um, and I smelled shit right away, right away. And I'm like, fucking hell. And he was a really smart dog. So he never took a shit in the house. Never, never, never. Like I trained him how to to kind of like s- scrape the door, like knock on the door to, whenever he has to go to the bathroom. And this is how I knew he couldn't control it or whatever. The food just went through him. Because I s- opened the door, smelled like dog shit right away, went to my room. And it's almost like he fucking purposely went up to my room and shit in front of my bed to say, this is what you did to me. And it was a puddle of not even like it was just a puddle of brown liquid. It wasn't even fucking diarrhea. Diarrhea at least has some some grippable substance. Like if you've ran diarrhea, if you if you went to a bowl of diarrhea, you'd you'd be able to scoop something out with your hand. This was just brown liquid fucking chocolate milk that smelled like chocolate shit. All over the floor and barely missing my bed and i have one of those fabric headboard and board kind of beds so anyways you ever try to clean that shit up after long days long day work a lot of lysol a lot of open windows for a long time in the in the winter time so yeah try to walk him and uh give him a good life and he would start falling down the stairs and he would start like going he'd walk up the stairs and he'd slip and he'd fucking like a like a charlie chaplin movie just slide all the way down and slam right into the shoe rack that was at the bottom of the stairs not funny but like it was i didn't find it funny but i mean it's it's very very cartoonish very slapsticky kind of thing so right now i'm um if you can hear that it's snoring, actually, I'm dog sitting for my friend, and I'm dog sitting a blue French bulldog. He's green color, but his eyes are blue. 
and he is a secretly bad dog. And I say secretly bad because he has this face that he looks like a good boy, but he's not a good boy. He's a bad boy. And um, he just gets away with a lot of shit. But I got to suck this dog's dick. And I don't mean that like bestiality-wise, but this guy's gotten me some great pricks so far. So we had the dog in another part of Canada. My, my friend lived in another part of Canada. Um, and he, uh, it was like in Alberta. So we went to go visit them in Alberta. And he said, hey, can you, do you mind flying my dog back to Toronto? And I'll meet you guys there and I'll pick him up because he was planning, they were planning to move here. Um, which they haven't. <laughs> but anyways, so I said, yeah, no problem, you know, like, um, it's only 50 bucks extra to fly a dog. And if he's small enough, because he was a puppy at the time, if he's small enough, then, you know, um, he can ride with us uh, and just stick him under the seat in his, in his uh, carry-on. Not carry-on bag, but, you know, the dog crate thingies. So we walk him through the airport, and this dog gets so much fucking attention. It's unbelievable. Uh, all types of attention. Men, women, children. I guess because um, seeing a dog, uh, not a dog in Alberta or anything, but like a, he's kind of like a rare-looking dog. But he's also a French bulldog, which is like a dog that's that people love in general, like corgis and fucking dachshunds. Like they have this really unique thing about them. Anyways, his ears are huge, like sat like long satellite dish. He looks like a rabbit, a rabbit with a bulldog's face. Jesus Christmas, the island of Doctor Moreau dog, but he's cute, and like there's this guy at the airport who's like, oh. Could I see your dog? He's like six foot three, two hundred and ninety pounds. He's like, Could I see your dog? And I'm like, sure. And he's like, Who's a good boy? Who's who's a good boy? And I'm like, what the fuck? Ladies and gentlemen, dogs like this or a lot of dogs in general will bring out the biggest bitches in anybody. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) This guy looked like he was a fucking NFL player. He looked like a human fridge with a head. And he was just like, and and he was fucking kissing the dog and then blah, 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 blah. And then he gets up, towers over me and he's like, thanks, man. <laughs> so anyways, we get to the airport. I mean, we're in the airport and we get to our uh, gate and the woman at the gate who's who's in her professional attire. I'm not going to name the, air, the airline. She's in her professional attire. I'm walking to the gate and she's like, she literally drops to the floor on her fucking ass and knees and says, can I see your puppy? Oh my God. And she's like taking tickets like we're supposed to be taking tickets at the time. And you know, airports, airport personnel, they're very prim and proper and they have to have the hat angled with a fucking protractor the right way and handkerchief here, handkerchief there. They're very, very on point with their uniform. This woman drops to the floor starts fucking begging me to let her play with my dog and she's talking about her dog sure enough nice woman she's kissing him going crazy over him gets up dusts herself off like nothing happened right and she's like oh we're not boarding yet you know give us about 15 minutes so i go okay cool no problem so i go around i come back and she goes she comes up to me and she goes i upgraded you for free 
I upgraded you for free so the dog can have extra space. I'm like, what in the fuck? For those who are not, who are listening, who are either not like attached to dogs the way most, a lot of people are or are listening from the Far East (laughs) or somewhere that they don't give a shit about dogs. The Western world, uh, Western Europe, fucking North America is crazy. There's like dog crazy, like dog fucking crazy. She upgraded me for free. Bigger, you know, in the airplane, pretty much the business class of the airplane. So my dog can have extra space in his cage, which doesn't make sense. But works out for me. I'm not going to bitch. I'm not going to complain. So this dog has already hooked me up many, many times. Um... I'm not single or I would use him uh, to my advantage. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Totally could. But I'm not. I wouldn't. But uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so we're dog fucking crazy here, man. Like here in, here in Canada and the US, nobody gives a shit about your kid. Nobody gives a shit about your kid. Like your kid could be the cutest fucking most adorable thing. And people will smile or whatever, and then they'll walk away. But if it's your dog, it, it's like, it's like almost like a zombie fucking virus goes in. There. Can I see your dog? And then they start talking to their dog. They bring this weird fucking baby face, baby voice, sorry, baby voice to the dog. And they're like, who's a good boy? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And I know all you motherfuckers know what I'm talking about. Because all you motherfuckers either do it or have experienced it for the most part. Or have seen it. Or know someone that does it. And you just get used to it. It's just one of those things. Fuck, I went to Vietnam. and I mean, they like their dogs. But they don't like their dogs. <laughs> That's fucked up to say. Um... But they like their dogs. There's a lot of people who love dogs there. But your dog has to be tied the fuck down or else someone will steal them and put them into the deer market. And I'm deer market, the dog market. And I'm sorry to say this. And it's the fucking truth. But over there in Asia, they still like to munch on a few puppies here and there. Uh, We all know about the dog festival, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to get into it. It's kind of gross when I think about it. Um, So, yeah, the point of this podcast, I'm not talking about eating dogs and my my friends my asian friends who are fucking old school still make like they make funny jokes like jokes that they find funny they're like oh well um where's your big dog and i'm like oh i put him down oh why didn't you bring him over here i'll get him a good place to rest and i'm and i'm just like fuck it guys jeez brutal shit sometimes anyways so this dog this french bulldog he's snoring he's uh, beside me I never, ever, ever used to let dogs or cats sleep on my bed. But this guy surely runs this fucking household now. He's secretly bad. He has this face where he acts like he's good, but he's secretly bad. He will uh, sleep between me and my girlfriend. He will pretend to sleep on the couch. And then when we fall asleep, he'll climb on the bed and he'll sleep between us, farting and snoring the night away. And for those people with dogs with short snouts, no. That these dogs snore while they're awake. So, anyways, I'm not going to say I don't love him because I do. And I do make those crazy fucking voices sometimes. And I catch myself. And I slap myself like, wake up. Wake up. Be a fucking man. 
don't do this. But inevitably, his face will get me. Dogs, cats, pigs, monkeys, whatever pet you have, man. Family nowadays, right, guys? Am I right? High five. Crowd engineer, the crowd engineer, rather. Sorry, the crowd engineer at gmail.com. The crowd engineer at gmail.com. Any inquiries, questions, or if you just want to say hi, hi. Also, follow me on Instagram because I don't do the Twitter thing, even though I should. But Instagram, hit me up, crowd engineer. My name is Ian G. And you guys are awesome. This is, podcast is sponsored by nobody because I'm just starting out. Anyways, have a great weekend. Love you guys. Peace the fuck out, son. Peace.